Welcome, everybody, to the podcast where we sing. I, one more time. It's not, that's not what the podcast is. Okay. Won't sing. Uh, we'll fart on mic. Have you ever done that? That would be a real, real low point. Nothing that's come through the audio. Mm-hmm. You mean? Oh, that? you've been great. I See, I don't have a good sense of smell, so you can get away with that kind of stuff in here mm. in the Adam S. Chuck podcast room. I remember uh, taking, I took a philosophy class uh, freshman year of college, not like, because I thought it was important because everybody took a philosophy class. Uh, and I remember we were discussing something about how human uh, experience related to our senses. And some girl raised her hand. She's like, okay, so let's say that I can't smell. And then she like kind of ran through this argument. And the professor's like, okay, but is this hypothetical or can you smell? And she's like, no, I can't smell. And we're all like, oh, I didn't even know that. Was yeah, a, I can't. I'm not good at it. I um, it was a thing. Never really learned or took the time. I, uh, I hear if you get concussions when you're young, which I don't think I did, you can lose your sense. Mm. Um, I got a few. But that's part of the human experience. So her argument's stupid. It's like, okay, well, someone farts and it ruins your you know, morning. You never had to experience that. You missed out on the good and the bad parts of the human experience. Well, I want to clear. I don't purport to remember what her argument was. I think mm. she was trying to poke a hole in one of these Plato's or Aristotle's. This freshman philosophy student thought she would just tear the class down one brick at a time to be fair i think if you go back because these guys have a big world view and you take socrates and he goes this is the way it is you can very easily dismantle a lot of what socrates really? thought but I, maybe they, maybe we just keep the good stuff but part of me is like that ah, they're so vague that you can be like no i think he meant more this and what did he say it's like this contemporary art this abstract art tell me about it get the frick out of my door uh, people that didn't sound it. like me. People do enjoy it, but it's it's because what I what I see this as being is simple art given to people who feel self important, and they're like, "Well, this." I mean, it's open interpretation. Mm -hmm. It's like I can't believe Taking Back Sunday wrote a song about my middle school crush. That blows me away. But to someone else, they wrote a song. You know, I see an album about uh, there. Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah. I'm not. Not generally anti-contemporary art. I think the issue we run into is when it becomes an Emperor's New Clothes thing. Ooh, I don't know that. You don't know Emperor's New Clothes? Uh, oh, where they tell him he's naked? Yeah, he's a naked guy. And everyone's mm -hmm. like, he's not naked because I'm also smart. So what happens? These people, they go to a museum. Somebody hangs something up. And they feel obligated to declare, oh, yeah, that's great. You're That person, you can think it's great. If you genuinely think it's great, good for you. If the person next to you says... That's just the color red. That's also his opinion. It's when, if you draw someone's face, people have less area to interpret. You know, I think that face is good. I think that face is bad. You know, right. it's fairly cut and dry. But I, uh, I think it started with the janitor hanging up a mop. And they're like, ooh, what could that possibly mean? And he's like, oh, shit. I just <laughs> my mop and leaned my mop up in the wrong corner. Is that your uh, Banksy theory? Banksy's a janitor who just uh, <laughs> got a little momentum and... Now people love him. Ah, what janitors spray paint? Uh, well, they need to create work so that they stay in business. It's oh. a common janitor move. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. <laughs> the school's looking to lay off some janitors. Uh, 
And so you make a big mess. You got to clean it up. That's the plot. That's Reese's subplot in the series the finale of show? Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, okay. He makes a big mess so that they can't fire him because it's a union gig or something. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I, I saw... I was at my uh, girlfriend's work and there's this uh, custodian woman and uh, I had to reheat some food. I stopped up there and I was hungry and she was like, I have my food. Not the, my girlfriend. And so <laughs> I walked custodian. in. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't a pushy. <laughs> I walked in this room and she like shot up out of a chair and like left the room and got to work. And I, was, I wanted to just be like, no, I'm, I'm cool. Just yeah. kick back. I would, if I were you. Right. But, I also. But how do you say that? Maybe maybe I just did, but she's also foreign. I don't. It's very interesting watching my girlfriend and her converse because my girlfriend understands fifteen percent of what she's saying, mm. but I think that's more than anyone else takes the time to try and figure out what mm. she's saying. So they have like a good relationship based on that. What ladies this? What language does lady speak? She tries English, but mm. it's not. It's oh, real real rough. Okay, I was thinking your girlfriend knew fifteen percent of the language she was speaking. Negative, but. I got gotcha. you. Well, in a way. I feel like there should be a, a signal among people who are not really working at their job. Oh, I love that. Like, you cool? Too? I feel like there's a portion of the population who's like, we all know what's going on here, right? And if we just give it a little ear tug and that person goes, all right, same team. <laughs> this is fantastic. People that like smoke weed are like, hey, uh, you cool? Or like 420 or... Whatever, yeah. whatever cool slang. I love the idea that they think 420 isn't going to get picked up. <laughs> well, That's... You know, I think it's always changing. Mm -hmm. Skiing. You want to go skiing? People are like, what is that? I was at a wedding and some girl was like, uh, anyone have any Adderall? It was like four. I was like, uh, I mean, uh, and the videographer who had just bought a drink for my girlfriend, which was weird, was like, uh, I don't have Adderall, but uh, if you want to go skiing. And she's just like very loudly in the but... bar. Uh, this, this woman's like, what's skiing? Her boyfriend's like, I think he means uh, cocaine. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'd go skiing if you'd go skiing. <laughs> <laughs> these two are nuts. Wow. I, I think like... I'm going to invite these people. I went to college with this guy. Uh -huh. uh, him and his girlfriend are real, or now wife, real crazy. Uh, I think I'm going to invite him to my wedding and be like, I know we're not that tight. If you don't want to come, that's fine. But I'm inviting you because you make the party more fun. You're supposed to serve a role at yeah. the wedding. You, we, we're bringing you to, to stir the drink here. Oh, absolutely. This make this thing happen. Yeah, I feel like if you aren't able to interpret the metaphor for the drug, you're not ready to do that drug. If somebody suggests cocaine and you have to ask, you can't then be like, oh, fuck yeah, I want to I wanna sand it up my nose. I don't know what another yeah, well, term is. Right. I'm not doing cocaine, so okay, I, I passed my test. Mm -hmm. Or failed it. In that I don't. Depends yeah. on your perspective. Mm -hmm. Do you want to do some perspective? Uh, contemporary art, you mean? Ah, uh, that's mushrooms. You failed again. Ah, damn it. <laughs> You're going to live a boring-ass life there, Charlie. <laughs> um, so, uh, welcome to the Adam Asks Cuck podcast, where hey, uh, we say a bunch of liberal shit, and uh, people get mad on the internet mm -hmm. at us. Well, people are going to get mad at the on the internet regardless. Uh -huh. Why don't we just direct it at us so we get a few more link clicks? Ooh, I'll those take some numbers link up. clicks. Do we have links? I don't know how this works. Yeah, we got links. <laughs> okay. That's what's happening on the Twitter. We get some people from all over. If you're our listener in Virginia or apparently Tokyo, please reach out. Uh, I want to know you exist. Absolutely. Uh, Whoever. I want to know SoundCloud's not just blowing some e-smoke up our ass. And uh, sorry about the Pearl Harbor episode. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm wondering if that's what kicked off the whole Japan <laughs> listenership. 
I feel like I have uh, one of my fatal flaws on this podcast is whoever, if we're discussing some sort of historical figure or country or group of people, I'm very apologetic. So I'll just go, you know, and then Roosevelt threw them all in concentration camp. That wasn't him, but and I go, I don't think he really meant to be a bad guy. I'm always willing to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And as a white man, that's uh, running a risk there. Careful yeah. who you do it to. See, I practice grace, which I think is good, but some people practice genocide and they don't necessarily deserve maybe the grace, grace. that I mm-hmm. am. You're quite uh, godlike. That's what you're getting at, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm here today uh, because you dragged me here, Um, but also it's fun. And uh, I'm curious what I heard on a thing today, a little, I caught a little wind of, uh, all right, I've heard of it before. Salem witch trials. What uh, what do you know about these? There's like some uh, Harry Potter stuff going on and people are like, "Uh, I don't like it. Uh, Yeah, you you got it. Okay. So this is back uh, not too long after they landed on this here fine country Ooh. before it was a country mm-hmm. they uh, i think i just found this out yes you know the guy who discovered america not not columbus the real guy no well see okay i mean people i mean people came down from russia apparently right and then kept moving south into the south americas well there's that yeah there's like you know all the groups of people that happened upon it but then mm-hmm. there's the people who could afford the boats and who had longer names and they tend to get the credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like uh, Leif Erikson. Oh, he's one of the big, heard the big that. guys. Yeah. But then America is named after, I believe his name is Amerigas Vespucci. Is that right? Is, Ooh, I don't know. I, I heard somebody say the name <laughs> Amerigas like Vespucci talk. yesterday. And I went, what did he discover? And then someone's like, America. That's Amerigas Vespucci. That sounds like a drug. Hey, uh. You want a yeah. Americas Despucci? And I, I would just... No, I got to work tomorrow. Yeah, it's, it's the best way to peer pressure someone into doing drugs is... Confuse them? Yeah. <laughs> go, oh, yeah, I've done that before. Mm-hmm. I'm a cool guy. It would be easy to get kids to do drugs. No one wants to admit to not knowing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Also, I think kids are just willing to do drugs. That's, that's fair. It's one of their things. Yeah, well, Amerigas, he finds this place, then... Uh, Plymouth Rock, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us, actually. It's a common misconception. Mm -hmm. Uh, But once that all happened, we had some people over here, and they started settling down. They started planting some fields and wearing tall hats with buckles on them. And those were the, the what? What were the buckles for? Any idea? I think it was just the style thing. From day one. Pure, pure style. A lot of people, a lot of guys, I feel like they, you know, guys in the South had these big old belt buckles. They say them like that, big old belt buckles, mm-hmm. and the to get you. I think they're to get you to look at their their junk. And uh, I bet ah. these pilgrims, we shall call them, uh, couldn't get anyone with those ordinary belt buckles. I'm getting this mixed up. They just wanted someone to look at their belt buckles, so they had to put it on their head. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an interesting theory. I don't think I've ever heard. <laughs> not the one about the hats. That, oh, the that junk. was nonsensical. I got theories. You want another one? No, I want to unpack this first one. Okay. So people with big belt buckles, they're trying to focus your attention on their waistline. Is that ah? Uh, that's my guess. That's uh that's a good theory. Let's start calling it fact. That's how good of a theory I think okay. it is. I think, and not even to be like, hey, look at my pants that I've stuffed. It's 
I think there's like a subconscious thing where someone finds themselves looking at a part of a person's body and they're like, well, there must have been a reason I'd done that. I must be somewhat attracted. I think guys with nice shoes, all of a sudden if you have bright or bright shoes, people notice them and then they find themselves scanning all the way down your body and they're like, I think I just checked that person out. All right. Well, well it was about the shoes. Now I've got a better explanation for why I bedazzled my ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Been checking out the Pope. <laughs> Doesn't he wear red shoes? I don't. Oh, does he? I think so. I don't know about the new Pope. I bought a pair of red shoes once. Yeah. I took them back. <laughs> I, I gave them a couple of days. I'm just like, God, I bought the same pair in a different color. I'm not a red shoe guy. I've done those moves. Yeah. You get, you get a real loud Stuff. pair and people just go. You, you know, we know who you are, right? And you retreat quietly into the yeah. night. Regardless, Plymouth Rock landed on us. We've got these colonies in New England, which was Familiar. just... Yeah, New England. So we got Old England. Now we got New, New England. England. How, when people say New England today, what are they referring to? They are referring... Connecticut? It's, it's, a, it's a region. Is it clearly defined anymore? I don't know if it's super clearly defined, but it's like... Connecticut, Massachusetts, Vermont. You could probably throw, yeah, you, hell, let's throw New Hampshire and uh, Maine in there. Maine, it's, huh? And I'm going to say back in the day, New York would have been part of New England. Right. But now we go, New York's accomplished Doing, enough. Mm-hmm. But new, the rest of New England, they're kind of It'd be like calling Michael Jackson one of the Jackson Five. It's like, he is, but... I mean, come on. Exactly. That's New York's our little Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a theory about Boston. Let's hear it. If you say, if you use a Boston accent, people can't get mad when you say retarded. Oh, that's not a, that's not a theory. That's in the dictionary. <laughs> okay. If you look up the word, they're like, we're, we, we don't use this one anymore unless you're from Boston. Then, mm-hmm. then you it's say dude after too. Retarded dude. It's mm-hmm. fine. In fact, people give you money. They go, do it again, do it again. <laughs> You're referring to someone in particular? I just... Is this a career? Well, back when they used to bark here at the comedy club, I would go out there and just call people retarded, dude. <laughs> and uh, that's why they stopped it, so... <laughs> How much of that is true? <laughs> Parts. All right. But Massachusetts is where we find ourselves, where we find the small town of Salem. Mm-hmm. Sal- that sounds right. Salem, Massachusetts. There's a Salem, Oregon. And it's not bad. Salem... I guess Massachusetts. Okay. All right. We'll stick with it. And uh, they're, uh, they're a small little town and turns out quite the hysterical bunch if you get them going. Oh, really? In what sense? Well, if somebody tells them that a woman was outside with no shoes on or that she, uh, you know, had a hot flash or got her first period, whatever it is, anything oh, interesting are- that happened with a lady... <laughs> it scared the hell out of them. I think everything is interesting with a lady. Tell me about it. My knowledge of uh, the Salem Witch Trials comes largely from the play by my favorite playwright, uh, Arthur Miller. Who's your favorite play wrong? <laughs> Johnny B. B- hmm. I don't think that was anything. Nope. Uh, which, by the way, Adam, if you don't currently have a favorite playwright in your life, just pick pick one. Pick one. And if anyone if it ever comes up, I My Uncle it. Steve. Okay, well, I, it's not gonna <laughs> not gonna win you the graces of uh, the Hollywood elite. I don't know who we're trying to. I'll impress. use his full name; it'll sound better. Steve McShane. You think people get that still? Damn. Yeah, just pronounce it differently than you pronounce your last name. All right, Steve McShane. Mm-hmm. Favorite playwright. I think I think it's always good 
to know offhand, ah, that's my favorite play, that's my favorite author, that's my favorite this. Just if it ever comes up, you can sound sophisticated and only know one name. You only need to know like the titles of three plays. What about uh, what about this? I just make up a name and be like, "Uh, you wouldn't know. It's too obscure. Yeah, I'm that. I'm that fucking. We covered last time though. I'm not really into at least musicals. I think they do a worse job at music and telling a story because you're trying to do too much musicals. Yep. I had a better defense on the last the lost episode. Uh, Oh yeah. I wish I didn't mention it. Oh, should we, we get should a lot we apologize? of hate mail. We we missed a week. Hadn't missed a week in uh, a week of pod. Hadn't missed one. 34 weeks, 30, I think. 34 weeks strong. And we recorded a couple. Uh, and the microphone wasn't on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we still got the audio. But we respect you too much to play bad audio. So we're here talking about it into better microphones Mm -hmm. one one thing too i'd like to let's get it all out of out of the way let's get all this hair off our chest um (laughs) the uh we did mention if anyone we will read ads for anything if anyone sends us any amount of money to the comedy club at 202 state street madison wisconsin in care of adam asks chuck yep i think it's 202 you better google that but this is a one-time offer uh unless it's a significant amount of money then obviously Mm -hmm. we're gonna but yeah send us any amount of money and we will plug anything you want us to just you know write it on the money or on the envelope or whatever probably the envelope envelope's better 202 north state street comedy club on state adam s i don't think there's a north oh yeah i don't know i threw the north in there (laughs) it's just state street (laughs) the isthmus goes east to west (laughs) well it's on one edge of it Uh probably the northern edge so um, we got Salem. We got witches. Well, we'll be right back. Little spoiler. <laughs> little spoiler alert. Nobody was a witch because uh, people aren't witches. That's not know, really. That's not how the world turns. Did it take this for us to realize that maybe witches just aren't real? No. Up until this point, or was it like just in Salem during this period? They're like maybe witches are real. No, people everywhere were just okay with the idea of witches being real. That's been a long-standing thing, though, right? Like, cavemen built fire, you know, painted on walls, learned to speak, and then immediately were like, witch. That's weird. It's, it was probably one of the first the first words was, uh, I don't know what that lady's up to, but I think we got to put an end to it. Mm-hmm. It's a common, common theme in our society. Uh, still going strong. And... Yeah, so these these people in Salem, they weren't the most... I don't know how they had such nice clothes when they got over here, but they didn't have the nicest books because they were uneducated fellas. Well, maybe they didn't know science. Nobody knew science. I guess you can't blame them. They were probably educated with the best knowledge of the time, which was pretty shitty. Yeah. Um, Which we'll look back on and say uh, say now. In fact, we might look back on this podcast tomorrow and uh, say we weren't the most educated. I think this podcast is a fine educational resource, mm-hmm. and I hope it to be taught in more classrooms than it currently is taught in. Uh, just the ones I substitute teach mm-hmm. is, is the our primary listenership. I'd pay to see that lecture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's, in, in The Crucible, Daniel Day-Lewis, I think he was the kooky dude, and he's... I don't know how much of this love story is true. I think there's like an old guy, and he dated uh, Winona Ryder, who was okay. pretty young at the time. Mm-hmm. I think the witches, who they all got real nervous about, 
They're a bunch of uh, 15 year old girls. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Those are usually everyone's favorite. Yeah. In those times, especially. They're like marrying them. Yeah. They'd right. like deliver the baby and then uh, wipe it off with a veil that would immediately go on and they'd marry a baby. Yeah. That, I mean, I just mean they were marrying young. Yeah. They were marrying quite young. The system used to be there was no shame or embarrassment involved in. Well, I remember a couple weeks ago when that person was quite clearly a child. Yeah. They would just go, oh, there we go. Puberty, bingo, bango. Now it's ready to wed. I want to go on, on the record as saying it's embarrassing to date a child uh, for two reasons. One, it's it's clearly wrong. I guess it's wrong for the same reasons you should be embarrassed now that I think about it. It's like <laughs> well, they right. can't make good decisions. They're not fully. Yeah. It's like you should be embarrassed. Like go get that 32 year old who smells all your shit a mile away. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. You say anything, a child will believe it. Santa Claus. Your dad's alive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you trying to tell me? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, a 16-year-old girl, well, this gets back to the problem. These are a bunch of 16-year-olds. I think one, one of them found a Ouija board or something, mm-hmm. and they went, oh, Jumanji. you know, we're going to go out to the woods and dance. They might have just literally went to the woods and oh. had like a cool dance thing. Okay, so some underage partying. Right. And it seemed a little ritualistic, but one of them found like a bottle of hooch and they went out and they... Hooch is alcohol, right? Yeah. All right. They went out. They drank a little. Hooch. <laughs> it was just about a man in a car and a bottle of booze. Hey, I, uh, I read that one. And it, all right. Uh, <laughs> so these gals go out, they dance around a fire pit and they all have a good time and they all go home. Okay, (laughs) where every good story starts. And I think probably there's some girl who's not invited out to the dance or Mm. something. And so the next day, she goes to one of these old weird pilgrims in the town. And she says, hey, there are a bunch of girls dancing last night. And uh, they're not allowed to do that without me, right? Right? And this guy goes, wait, what do you mean dancing? And she says, ah, they're being weird. And they were... Yelling and singing, and they're all getting really excited. And he goes, like they were possessed? And she says, yeah, sure. Yeah, like they were possessed. (laughs) And again, I'd like to reiterate, I didn't get invited. Possessed with youth? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The kids like to dance. Yeah. It's one of the things. You ever seen Footloose? Ooh, no. Nah, me neither. Okay. But I hear they like to dance. Mm Mm-hmm. All around. Was Footloose the name of the town? Mm, The movie. Well, that was the name of the movie. <laughs> I didn't think it was... That would, they that would seem it. like a strange town name. Yeah. Uh, Footloose probably just referred to the fact that they had loose feet because they sounds, were dancing. Mm-hmm. That sounds more like a crime thriller. Hey, the foot got loose. Oh, okay. We got to catch it. That doesn't sound like a very good crime No, it sounds more like a bad prank call. Hey, is your foot loose? No. <laughs> then you, Damn it. Better cast Kevin Bacon. I don't know, I don't know what the punchline <laughs> of that call is, but I'd fry up that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. Somebody catches wind of this party, and they they call Winona Ryder and all the other girls in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mostly focus on Winona Ryder because she got top billing and she was the most famous of the actresses. So I think she she was kind of. 
the ringleader. Okay, did she bring the booze? Or like, why, why, why did they go after Winona? Yeah, she probably said, hey, let's do this chant. And she ah. goes, I called it a song. And they go, uh-huh. we heard chant. Oh, man, if you go drink in Australia, you're going to think they're all a bunch of witches. A lot of chanting in Australia? A lot of weird, like, if you, like, in college, you these drinking games of, if you put your bottle top, uh, the top of a beer bottle in someone else's drink, then they start singing the song until you chug it, and you have to chug it and get the bottle cap out before the end, or you have to do it. It's a, Then there's oh, all these boy. other games. They have a lot of weird songs and games that you gotta know. That sounds stressful. There should it? have been like a rule book uh, for drinking in Australia mm-hmm. before going down there. That should be one of the magazines on the plane you're flying over. I like that. So you get a chance to read up on all the drinking games. Mm-hmm. So they don't Start with numero uno. They call it Goonie. Goonie Goonie Yum Yum. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. At least that's what they call the bagged wine, which is the only affordable way to get drunk. The only affordable way in yeah, Australia it's like, to get drunk? Yeah, they're shitty beer. They're, you know... Pastas. Uh, Keystone Light is like $30 for a 24-pack. What? Are you serious? Uh-huh. So what? you buy these $10 bags of wine, you finish one of those in a night, uh, you're pretty good. I feel like I picture Australians, they're all wearing like cut-off jean oh, jackets. Oh, they do that too. And they're drinking cheap beer. And that's their whole lifestyle. Well, they also make their minimum wage is like 17 bucks an hour or something. So, oh, so they, it helps some. Hmm. Does everybody drink nicer beer then? Because the marginal cost is is not much. College kids don't drink the beer most of the time. All right. Just bagged wine. Well, some of the kids, yeah, for the most part. And they mix it with, uh, they mix the white bagged wine with uh, like orange juice. Oh, boy. That is low rent. That's yeah. A, that's right. a questionable country. A wine drunk. We got to be doing that more. Pretty fun. The, the two of us? Well, yeah, we can get some other people involved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> some people to monitor, make sure things stay above board. I don't know if there's anything more stressful sounding to me than describing that drinking game. Everybody understanding the rules to a drinking game that you have just been put a part of and you've got to finish a beer or something. That's Yeah. That's a nightmare. It is fun, though, watching them. Uh, they also have these tricks for... Uh, I should be careful how I say tricking young girls, but uh, making them look foolish. They talk about uh, drop bears that just like drop. You got to be careful. The drop bears just drop out of the trees on you. Like they're saying, like, I think they're implying koalas will just fall on you. Uh, And a guy convinced the girl there's a thing, (laughs) such thing as a hoop snake, which bites its own tail. and can roll up to like 24 kilometers an hour or something. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It was great. That does. That's a good ridiculous lie yeah because it kind of sounds you gotta think about it for sure yeah you you gotta you gotta picture it in your head and just go i don't think an animal could do that but there's animals that don't seem like they should exist that's true there's a lot if you describe a porcupine to someone they don't think that that's a real thing you're like oh yeah we got these balls here that you scare them and they turn into just just a ball of knives Oh, for sure. Otherwise, they look pretty cute, and they got little round... There's a lot of animals we forget about. Lemurs, we don't think about those much. Possums, thank God we don't think about them much. You think about lemurs a lot? I think about lemurs quite a bit, but... Okay. Yeah. Possums, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I told the listeners, but I was on a dating game, Bachelor number three, in uh, Colorado once, and uh, they asked what mating noise I would make. And I had we, kind of ran through a couple questions in my head, one of them being, what animal were you? I didn't really want to make a noise, so I just kind of def- said uh, what animal I would be. And I picked a lemur, and uh, they didn't seem satisfied with that. So upon try- trying to describe uh, those birds from planet Earth, meaning the show, 
instead just sounding like you know some sort of outer space alien describing what planet we were all on uh i went back to i'd be a goddamn fucking lemur <laughs> this is a room of like 300 people yeah i think i feel like we need a little context you were on a bar drinking or dating a game. dating game radio it was, sh- yeah it was one of those girl picks among three guys kind uh-huh. of things exactly and uh you had a few Bachelor. cocktails in you oh yeah and did you do an impression you didn't do an impression of the bird uh no because their mating thing is they just do all these dances uh, they're called birds of paradise and they'll I like see. build like runways and they fluff up and they're all colorful uh, there's something about making a noise felt humiliating i didn't want to do it that's fair it having someone ask you to impersonate an animal on the spot that's very embarrassing what do mm-hmm. the other two guys do uh, something embarrassing every contestant on there was the biggest douche uh you know, hey, what movie would our first date be? Like, Becky does Breckenridge. Be like, mm. oh my god, there were some fucking idiots. What did you say? That was for a different group than mine. So we didn't have that question. Yeah. I'd go with 50 first dates. Is that a good answer? <laughs> <laughs> Just hold on, let me try again. No, 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 give me a second chance. Come on. Forget that one. Let's start over. Uh, I love that data give story mm-hmm. you have. I've heard the longer version. Apparently there's video somewhere, so... Tweet at Greg Gallagher. I forget who has it. Just go on YouTube and search. I'd be a goddamn lemur. Oh, I'm... shit, dude. That's my biggest fear. I've That is one of the memories that I have had that took the longest to wear off where I would like fall asleep three years later and be like, oh, no, that night. Those are bad when you get one burn in your brain where you're going through the day. Something when it's fresh, you're going through the day and every about once an hour, you just go, oh, fuck, I said that thing yesterday and you just slowly it just spaces itself out yeah, more but yeah uh i guess the point yeah you got being, something on your mind no no this was did you burn a witch at the stake charlie <laughs> that's pretty embarrassing you know who burned a witch at the stake who uh well the, the folks of salem oh did they get that far they got, they got a little too far <laughs> so they they round these girls up and they it, i guess it's pretty easy to not convict of a crime, accuse of a crime and declare that you need to have a jury trial. I think so. They get these girls. There's probably 10 of them and they bring them into the courtroom. This was a lump sum thing. This wasn't like over the course of a couple years, these witches keep popping up. No, no. Stomp them down like whack-a-mole. No, because I mean, not to, again, I'm kind of apologizing for the folks of Salem here, (laughs) but they did a good, well, no, they did a bad job of I don't think they had more witches in the future. I think they nipped the witch problem in the bud. Mm. Uh, also, there wasn't a witch problem. Also, there was. it was probably just a party with some bud. There you and go. And people acting funny. You know what that is, Charlie? Uh, that is a dog. Okay, you will never basketball. do anything fun with anyone ever. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think once these witch trials ended, nobody... The, the woman didn't act up in the town anymore because... Oh, gosh. Uh... I mean, which isn't a good thing. I'm not saying that's good. They let your ladies dance, fellas. Uh, also, it's not your responsibility to tell them whether they can or cannot dance. Ladies dance, what, regardless of what. Thank you. See the footnotes mm-hmm. for the legal uh, disclaimer. Yeah, the appendix uh, will, will just be a list of apologies and ways in which the, these are off. But Well, you know the appendix is useless, uh, at least in the human body. I heard that the appendix, it because it, the appendix is where all your, uh, if a toothbrush, brush bristle gets lost if you swallow a toothbrush bristle i read this in roald Dahl's autobiography going solo about his 
time flying in World War One, mm-hmm. and he was saying that if toothbrush bristles disconnected and you swallowed them, they would stick in your appendix. Mm-hmm. If too many toothbrush bristles stuck into your appendix, your appendix would explode and you'd die. Okay. And one side of World War One was like got their hands on the shipment. This can't be true. I you but mentioned they, it on the pod, and I'm I? skeptical. I'm, I think you might have. And uh, they got their hands on the toothbrushes of the other army. And they just, they'd weaken all these toothbrush bristles <laughs> so the that their appendixes would explode. For some reason, I picture back then a, a toothbrush bristle being like soft horse hair. I picture with their bad teeth, mm-hmm. I picture them not having figured out the bristles very well. Yeah, I feel like you had like three bristles. I don't think they, they like all... snuck into their tent when they were out at night, like caused a distraction and snuck in and did this. I feel like maybe they somehow like dropped a shipment and made it seem like their own that's that's what i meant okay i don't mean they yeah i don't think they they (laughs) infiltrated the camp i think it it was was probably like any raid of their toothbrush the germans probably had a preference they go we like these swedish teeth brush so they they but the swedes they're neutral but they still kind of Uh have alliance thanks swedes Uh uh-huh and uh that's how the war was won was those three guys who got too many <laughs> toothbrush bristles in their appendix. Toothbrush bristles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but back in the small town of Salem, there's big trouble afoot, Luce. Um, And these, <laughs> <laughs> these girls go on trial, and I don't think they had much of a legal system back in the day. Uh-huh. I'm not really sure. You know, we had the whole Magna Carta thing. And that was kind of just how all law was implemented. Yeah, go into that a second. The Magna Carta? Yeah. It was signed in like 1214 or something like that. The Magna Carta. Lava law. Yeah, lava law. Uh, it tells us what happens with islands once they pop up. No, it, uh, it's kind of like what the Constitution's based on and also probably what England's government's based on and France and everything. Yeah. They just wrote, they went, oh, this is a pretty good one. It's essentially just the template for laws. Mm -hmm. You go, people can do this and this and this, and they can't do this and this and this, that kind of thing. Okay. Well, I picture, I picture um, the court scene in a wishbone I saw once. Mm. I feel like wishbone had a lot of court scenes. Yeah, I think you're right. (laughs) Probably because it's easy to get the dog to do what you want. (laughs) Wait, what does that mean? You're talking about the show with the dog, right? Yeah. I feel like if you're shooting an action scene with Wishbone, that takes a lot of effort. Oh, So they yeah. probably kept going, let's just do 12 Angry Men and Wishbone's <laughs> one of the dogs, and we don't really have to rely <laughs> on the dog doing a lot of Half that. of it, we can have a stuffed dog in a chair with sunglasses on. Because all they had to do in Wishbone was just um, have somebody do the voiceover for the dog. Mm-hmm. So if they just had the dog tangentially in the scene. Yeah. It, it served its purpose. It's pretty mind-blowing what they get animals to do. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean the pony shows in Mexico. I mean for film, cinema, Hollywood style. Well, you really got to train these dogs because you watch a show like Frasier. If that dog wandered off one in every four takes, Kelsey Grammer would lose his damn mind. Oh, is he is he one of these uh, uptight actors? Uh, probably, but I think any uh, okay. actor would. He puts on a great performance. He's really getting into the Frasier headspace and all of a sudden the dog <laughs> just starts licking himself and they got to cut the whole scene. Yeah, I hear you. So money to be had if you raise a dog that can jump up on that lounge chair whenever you need him to. Uh-huh. That was really all he did in the show. Look away when you make a punchline at his expense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Baxter. 
Uh, that was my crane brother. I didn't decide which one it was. Crane but. brother? Yeah. Of the Fraser and the Niles? Mm. I thought you meant two brothers that operate cranes for a living. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I bet they're richer than you think. So, yeah. But these witch trials, a lot of questions. Like, why did the Crane brothers not have the same accent as their father? Uh, why were these girls <laughs> in the woods uh, dancing at night? And what were they up to? And it's probably one of these situations where you've got a bunch of girls and they, they get them one-on-one and they're just trying to get one of the girls to just admit that they were doing witchcraft. Yeah. Um, so there were no guys? This was an all-gals party? Yeah. Okay. And that's what concerned them the most. Yeah. It's kind of like... have all these girls getting together. Yeah, it could have been the thing. Maybe they were doing a little witchcraft where somebody broke up with somebody and they did that thing that they I, do on TV where everybody throws stuff in the middle and they like burn pictures oh, of that them. that seems harmless. Yeah. To right. new beginnings. But people got people got nervous. Mm-hmm. So they probably picked one of the girls they didn't like so much. Becky. Yeah, Becky. They, they single Becky out and they go, just admit, just we'll give you a sweet deal where we only burn one of your legs if you, if you, we can get you to go on the stand yeah. and tell everybody that you're practicing. The joke was on her. They didn't burn the wooden leg. <laughs> they burned the real one. <laughs> <laughs> that's why nobody liked becky in the first place this it's not a, it's she wasn't a great dancer it's not hard to get people to crack when you isolate them no i i in my high school did a little shenanigans we stole like a lawn ornament or something and uh, i happened to be in there and i ended up getting a huge ticket we you can request a police report and you could clearly tell they had just gotten one of the girls that were there to just rat us out yeah. uh I don't feel bad. I stole, I want to be clear, uh, this theft ticket. I stole a lawn ornament with some friends from a guy whose kid was an asshole. His kid was uh, picking on this one-legged kid. And, you know, I defended him. And this kid, like, kicked me in the chest for being like, hey, don't pee on the one-legged kid's leg, <laughs> taking it from him. The one-legged kid was an asshole. But, <laughs> I mean, how do you... <laughs> I don't. I never understood... The people that would genuinely get upset and have to defend, like, defend themselves from the shit talking of a one-legged boy. This one-legged boy was shit talking a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah, and, and they, they would, would like they'd get all huffy. Yeah, so just going, hey, you have hey, one buddy, leg. <laughs> I know that you're making fun of me, but you should look at that one leg of yours. Exactly. Uh, just to clarify, he didn't have a wooden leg. No, it was plastic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he had a fake leg. Yeah. Uh, it took a lot of abuse. It felt like Chubb's hand and Happy Gilmore, just the amount of abuse this kid's leg took. Mm, yeah, Not a lot of friends. That's uh, probably the last thing you want people to be discussing. I feel like I would crack in a one-on-one situation. Someone keeps trying to get you to agree with something. It's just awkward to disagree with somebody. That is fair. I'm a pretty, uh, I don't want to say people pleaser, but I like it when everyone has a good time. Yeah, somebody somebody pitches you an idea and if it's just the two of you, you can't turn to the guy next to you and you go like, ah, well, <laughs> that's silly what he told us, right? You just go, okay, I guess we're on the same page about whatever you just said. Yeah, it's like if I if I agree, if I I say that I did murder him, can we all just crack a couple beers and hang out like chums? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure. I think, yeah, that sounds like a good cop tactic. <laughs> bringing bringing got, beer. Got some beers in the fridge. <laughs> oh, I love that. Just the way it leans into it a lot. Why don't you sell out your buddy? Because, you know, he's a murderer. And I'm going to put the, some booze, I'm gonna put the game on. How about some Bud? Go skiing. Uh, you mean Bud Light, of course, right? Because you missed the other the Bud. Oh. 
I didn't know what you were referring to before. Okay. <laughs> so we got these girls in, in individual rooms. We got a good cop, bad cop, which back then was just good guy who wanted to uphold the law. Bad guy. Like, there were no cops, really, right? There was maybe, like, one guy who was like, I tend to be the most nosy, so that I think makes me a cop. Yeah, that's a good... They had... I'm sure there was a town judge. I don't really know what jobs people had. There was a period cobbler. job was just surviving, right? Yeah. And then that got too easy for us, and we went, okay, everybody, like, pick a hobby, and then you dress <laughs> accordingly uh-huh. all day long. Textile. I think a lot of people made clothes or repaired... Mm, because of the jobs. Shoes. They had to get them to dress. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a self-serving Oh, right. Industry. I think we were all naked until we had jobs. That's my theory. And then we had to walk out of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so there's a town judge, and he's usually fat and elderly, and his main <laughs> qualification is that he likes wearing a wig. Uh, and, and a dress. Yeah, a little, bit of, a little bit of dress going on, which, hey, more power to you <laughs> in the uh, eyes of the government, because judges, they get a lot of... Actually, I don't know how powerful judges are. Oh, they're pretty... I mean, think uh, of the Supreme Court. Those judges are real powerful. Uh-huh. But... No, judges are pretty powerful. Okay. Because I always think... It's kind of weird to me. The judge doesn't even decide who's guilty and who's not guilty. He's got to uh, listen. Certain, certain cases. Right. Yeah. Civil more, more often, but... Yeah. But boy, it's got to be tough to be a judge and you're sitting there and you go, these 12 assholes are going to tell me what, what happens here. I'm clearly more qualified to decide. Uh, I hear you. Um, no, they're powerful. They they basically like read this old old gibberish, these laws that were made, and were like, I think, I think it means this. I think it means that. That's why these assholes, these conservative judges, are like, well, it said nobody should, you know, whatever. They're like, it doesn't say you can't drive a car while texting, and it's like, all right, well, this was written before, right? It's like, so it's, you know, you got to update things a little or interpret them. Conservative judges are the same people who read a book and they don't understand that some of its analogies and stuff. Yeah. For example, they would read The Crucible and not realize that it's an allegory for the Red Scare. Ooh. You know that one? Mm-hmm. The 50s, McCarthy, Oh, yeah. A couple communism. of communists. Yeah. So same kind of thing happened then as in the Salem Witch Trials. We were just rounding people up and going, I think they're a witch. I think they're a witch. And everyone's going, if you say they're a witch... They must be a witch because I don't know what a witch looks like, and I'm terrified of life right now. Yeah, where'd they come up with this water test? Uh, that was just one of those old... Because we don't have any way of knowing anything about witches. But it was clearly uh, <laughs> a flawed test if they died or were witches and then died. Yes. I mean, that's the classic, and I think that is how it worked. It's a hilariously silly thing. We're going to drown them. And we're either going to be wrong and they're dead or right, and then we need to kill them. Uh, but I think for the most part, people weren't really interested in finding out that they were wrong. They just liked the idea that that whole dunk dunk tank thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, kind of a kind of a bummer. And whatever judge was in charge of that that way of finding out, quite a fool. Ooh, I feel like that was more of a an old England kind of move as Ooh, opposed to a New, New England. England. Mm-hmm. move i don't know the drowning yeah the drowning okay i don't think they drowned the salem folks oh really i think they burned were there other witch trials before this in england there were okay i think the salem witch trials so it's like a weekly a, thing well, one there's a long-standing time? tradition of once every hundred years there'd be a witch in england 
Oh, my so the, family's tradition is we make steak on Christmas. <laughs> That's not bad. It's a witch burning thing. Uh-huh. I'll bring it up. So people came over to America and they just got the frequency incorrect and they go, I think all the people here are witches. <laughs> okay. And rather than, I think they might have taken the, there's a tactic where it's like witches don't burn. I think it's the same kind of thing. Oh. So, uh, yeah, they put these girls on trial and it was a real rigged trial from the beginning because I think they just went, you're a witch, right? And they'd go, what are you talking about? And they'd go, ah, that's what a witch would say. Everything's very self-fulfilling mm-hmm. once you've honed in on the idea that someone's a witch. It sounds fair. That's like, uh, fair. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh-huh. Uh, so, unlike these uh, these tr- tests, so I heard a theory, I don't know that there's a good time, I thought maybe I'd close with it today, that there was uh, a late frost or something, and the wheat on the fields got this thing and then they that the effects of this thing are similar to acid basically these people were on acid and paranoid and and i did a quick google without clicking any link and then maybe there's some truth to it you lost me here where did the acid come from something the the witches there was like a a disease on the their crops because of the season that could be a thing i would have to look further but they were i feel like that theory has got to be right I, I'm gonna I'm gonna doubt that theory. Okay, that's a fair way to go through life. I'm gonna say Skeptical. that they were probably just acting a little silly uh-huh. and a, maybe a little hormonal. <laughs> okay, was this whole town teenagers? I think so. Well, people didn't live very long. Oh, there's something to that. So the percentage. Oh, people... for the guy that criticizes my bit about nobody living too long. I don't criticize you. Ah, okay, that's a fine bit. Whatever. I mean, the logic of it... that bit doesn't necessarily hold up. But <laughs> that's all I'm saying. What are you talking about then? All right. Uh, yeah, high percentage of the population is teenagers, so they all have acne, and they're acting hormonally, mm-hmm. and they're dancing around and being weird. Okay. And they might, uh, I don't know, maybe they... Kangaroo court. It was a kangaroo court. I don't know what that means. Me either, but it feels ap- uh, feels um, appropriate. Yeah. So, uh, I know, they convict, I mean, they murder all these girls, and mm-hmm. I think they pretty quickly, the aftermath was... Oh, that uh, we shouldn't have done that. Because mm-hmm. somebody must have told the next town over. They go, "Boy, you won't believe what just happened. We we murdered all the witches we found." And the next town goes, "What are you? What are you talking about? That's not a thing that happens, or that you should have done." And they go, "Your town didn't have any witches. We just kind of figured everyone was doing it." And then everyone started making fun of Salem. Because uh-huh. did anyone should... get in trouble for the trials? This was before the no. time of like reparations of any sort for like hey you shouldn't have killed all these women right their moms weren't emailing the school no, like no. hey no we I, lost i sent her i sent her with a bagged lunch and she came back dead <laughs> <laughs> nobody lost a sponsorship nobody got a a title regression or anything okay no, just, no asterisks uh-huh they just said please don't burn the next group of witches and they said i thought you told us they weren't witches Nobody really learned their lesson. Okay. But historically speaking, we just compare everything to, to witch trials now. Okay. One of our favorite metaphors as a culture. A witch hunt. Witch hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they just kept... That, that was the weird thing is they just... They kept picking more and more people. They'd go, and you're a witch, and you're a witch, and you're... They, because I think it kind of validates their own feelings. Yeah. Of what? That they're a witch? Yeah, it was <laughs> just kind of like in high school you call people... Yeah, gay slurs because you're you're gay yeah <laughs> okay like, yeah, I, I always felt that. like a witch so I made bullied other kids for being witches 
That could be it. <laughs> Who knows? But, you know, when you really think about it, those girls all are dead now, but they would have been dead anyway. So, <laughs> wow, very, very zen of you, Jared. I don't know what the big, big issue was. I think that judge, he meant well. Uh, he started to protect his family. <laughs> ah, all right, you heard it here. Uh, they were doing... They were doing their best over there in Salem during the witch trials, circa 18-something? I think it was like 16-something. Exactly. 18-something. 18-something is way too late. Early eight? No? Cut. No. Well, I'm going to cut that out, so... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Glad you guys learned something. Uh, Send mail to the comedy club on state uh, in care of Adam Asks Chuck with any amount of money and what you would like us to read. We look forward to receiving your mail, positive or negative, or well, that's not neither of those are options. No, I'm just, just excited to see the club's reaction to us <laughs> having mail sent here. <laughs> it will not be good. Me too. All right. Thank you for tuning in, everybody, and have a good night.